Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. You have made it all the way on your orological journey to episode motherfucking 211. Michael, Michael, how are you? How are you? Been a, been a long time doing this. <laughs> it's been 84 years. It's been 84 years, the single longest running podcast in history. Don't quote me on that, for the love of God. Um, <laughs> certainly not the case. Uh, but this is going to be a lot of fun. Today's episode is um, is actually a, 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 a listener's idea. So for folks who follow Two Broke Watch Knobs on Instagram, it's at Two Broke Watch Knobs. Um, you'll probably remember like a while back, I think I literally just made like a question segment of just like, hey guys, what would be some cool show ideas? Um, and I, I literally got back, I think like like around 200. Like just like yeah. two, just two, and they're like, "Oh my god, you guys have so many great ideas. You guys should start your own watch podcast." Um, <laughs> <laughs> and for today, Mike and I thought it'd be fun if we chose um, for one of those uh, user suggestions. And so, huge motherfucking shout out to one. Oh, I'm gonna fuck this up. <clears throat> Paul Eastergram. Paul Eastergram. Paul Eastergram. That sounds, that sounds right. Easter. Maybe it's Paulist, Paulist, Paulist Graham. Paulist, polyester. Paulister's Graham. Paul Easter's Graham. Oh, maybe it's Paul Easter's Graham. That's like Paul. Whatever, it doesn't matter. You know who the fuck you are. Huge shout out to <laughs> Paul Easter. Um, you chose today's episode topic. Today's episode topic for episode goddamn two hundred and eleven. Fun with watch budgets. What the fuck does that mean? Essentially, Michael and I have been given uh, different dollar tiers. $250, $500, $1,000, $1,500, 2K, 3K, 4K, 5K. And for each one of those budgets, we have been tasked to suggest uh, a watch appropriate for that budget. Now, instead of it being like, oh, this is the best watch you can get for $500... Really, it's just stuff I thought would be fun. And literally, I think Michael and I, because I don't know what Michael chose, and Michael didn't know what I chose. It just makes it fun that way. Um, we didn't choose anything that we actually own. You, you didn't choose anything you owned, did you? No, no. Yeah. Not so yet. So I know, right? So, so if you were tuning in and being like, oh my God, I thought this was going to be the best $500 watches. First of all, fuck you. All right. It's not really what the show is about. You can go and listen to some other show where I'm pretty sure we've actually... We've done some kind of topic, right? Like that? The best $500? I think so. Yeah, probably. Mobile vibrators? I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. We've done <laughs> We've done a lot of stuff. Wi-Fi vibrators? Get me started. to go. Get me started. <laughs> Can we start a band called Wi-Fi vibrators? I want to play the trombone. That'd be pretty good. That's a good so one. it's a ska band? Obviously, yes. <laughs> No, it's a death metal band, and we happen to have a trombone player. Um, Dude, these birds are driving me nuts. I'm sorry. I'm close your window. window. Close your window. Close your window, Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Holy cow! Are they going up? What couple kind of birds are they? Are you a twitcher? What kind of birds are they? These are American robins and black-capped chickadees, from what I can tell. I want to. It was so funny. Like the other day, <laughs> we have a lot of birds around here, and I'm just like, maybe I should just spend a couple hundred bucks and. Get a notepad and some binoculars and one of those hats and just be a bird watcher. 
There is a bird watching subreddit. Of course, you can get, there is. You can get into it. <laughs> it just and bird like, bird photography. Like most like most niche enthusiasm things, it just seems like the more ingrained you get into it, the more the people in it ruin it for you. And like I like <laughs> birds, and I don't really want people ruining birds for me. So yeah. I'll probably just not become a bird watcher. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to hear from other people that would ruin it for you. Yeah. I mean, it's basically what's what what it we came really close to having people ruin watches for me, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's Very just close. like, yeah. But here, let's do this huge shout, Paul Instagram. Thank you so much for the show idea. This is going to be a shit ton of fun. But before that, for those of you who know, you know, and that you're in the know because Michael and I know, it's time that we should probably honor tradition. Michael, would you like to do an audio wrist check with me? Let's do that. Did we say the price points though? So this is going to be at. 250, yep. 500, yep. 1,000, 1,500, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, and 5,000. Right. So Michael and I's pick for each one of the, like a fun watch for each one of those categories. I did I did say them in the beginning, but like, honestly, dude, I like blasted through them. So I, I do appreciate that you went much <laughs> okay. lower. Um, <laughs> I guess I missed it. No. Uh, well, I... I I've come birds to, were too loud. I've come to the fucking birds. The god, goddamn birds. You just like out there throwing cans of like oil at them. Goddamn. Goddamn birds. Um, what's a chickadee? What did you say the bird was? A chickadee? Yeah, a black capped chickadee. What the fuck's a black capped chickadee? Very cute. They're very cute birds. Black cap. Oh, there it is. Black cat. <laughs> now we're just googling birds. Now we're just googling birds. The slippery slope, man. Oh, this is a very sweet little bird. Little little puffball. Yeah, right? they're very cute. Very sweet. <laughs> don't don't throw anything at this bird. Let this bird be. Uh, but yes, now we do the wrist check. Sing sweet nightingale. Let's do the wrist check. I'm talking too much. Would you like to go first? Yeah. Let's um. Let me pull up some specs and then i'll get started on mine i am wearing a timex today we um which one i i'm wearing a timex q um <sighs> the limited edition for hodinkee with the white dial and the steel bezel oh man how is this new no no this this was like last year it was available for 189 i'm not sure if people are trying to scalp them <clears throat> or anything I literally don't even remember remember you buying this yeah i got some stuff in 2020 <laughs> i just i did a whole bunch of whippets i opened up a paypal account and man i just got some stuff in 2020 <laughs> i think it was on the slack channel where it's like one day i was like i want a skateboard and i bought a skateboard now why <laughs> like <laughs> but this yeah this is kind of one of those situations so the q timex uh hodinkee limited edition i think that the main differences here between this one and the other ones because they make a ton of different versions now honestly they're all fun and there are so many different looks available yeah to where if i don't know if you don't like one it's not like you need this one they have so many different styles now whereas when this watch came out originally it was only the pepsi version <laughs> It was sold out everywhere. Oh, People yeah. were paying hundreds for them just for like the Instagram clout. Yeah. Um, People were stomping on their fucking dogs to get that watch. I remember when it yeah. first came out. Yeah. The cool thing about this one though is that it um, 
It is a no date, so it's yeah. I'm looking at it right now. It's pretty cool. I the weird. There are some weird things about this watch too. I think I kind of think it would have looked a little bit better if the markers had a border, um, some kind oh, of border. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, it, it's something's throwing me off. Like it's almost everything is so almost washed out. There's like an interesting lack of definition. If the markers yeah. had something around them, yeah, you're totally right. But overall, it's a cool watch. I mean, if it wasn't limited and it was just one eighty nine, you know, I think it's fine. I also I don't think there was a, much of a premium for it being Hodinky branded or something. It might have been like ten bucks or twenty bucks more. And I oh, I just saw it as like okay, well I'm getting a no date dial on the queue, so that's that's fine with me. Can you take a corner um, and scratch off the Hodinky name on the dial? I didn't even realize it said Hodinky on the dial. So that's that's another thing. It is I think it might be either the first or second time they brand directly onto the dial. And mm. hilariously, I didn't even notice I didn't even notice that when I ordered it. <laughs> I didn't notice that until you mentioned like branded and I'm like, oh my god, it says Hodinky on the dial. <laughs> but whatever, it's there. It's it's not bugging me or anything. Um, Can you change the H to a B and then try to get like an R in there and have it say bro dinky? That would make me happy. Bro, bro, that'd be hilarious. Right? <laughs> that would be cool. I, th- I think he would appreciate that. <laughs> just with a crayon. It's just yeah. like, yeah, right? Or you could do um, like a copy style additions. So turn the H to a B, but then have an arrow pointing down with an R above it. And just <laughs> say bro dinky. Oh man! Also, the bracelet—the bracelet on these things is really, really comfy. You—you you messed with one one time, and you mentioned that you were surprised, um, at like how good that that bracelet feels. People don't talk about the bracelet on this watch. I don't understand yeah. it. I—I I had initial hesitations towards it because someone anecdotally told me it was a hair puller, and as someone with you—you you and I have hairy arms. Um, I was afraid. It's honestly, of that. not that bad. Yeah. I didn't get that sense that it was a hair puller at all. So whoever told me that, you probably got weird arm hair, dude. You know? Maybe, maybe. So I feel like the, I feel like all of the links are weaved together like very, very tightly. Mm. So I don't think it leaves a lot of room for hair to make its way into these gaps, which then pull. Um, So maybe it has to do something with how the uh, bracelet is made, but. Yeah. I don't know. It's fun. Sometimes I, I like Excuse to, you know, it's funny. Mm. Um, when Nora saw this watch, she said, oh, that kind of reminds, <laughs> I was flattered. That kind of uh-huh. reminds me of the uh, AP that we tried on in Vegas, you know, because she's integrated got, br- bracelet, I guess. With yeah, the, the bracelet, the, white K, dial. the kind of K shape. I could, yeah. I could see that. I said, honey, this is very far off. <laughs> I could buy I could buy a kiddie pool. Kitty pool's worth a time excuse. <laughs> the price of that yeah. AP RO that you tried on. Um yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, I've had I had a really interesting watch moment with my wife uh, this week. I've become very recently obsessed with trying to find a square watch. I want a square watch. And I'm going to tell you something, Michael. The square watch I really want is a fucking Bell & Ross. But I really don't want to pay Bell & Ross, like, the amount of money the Bell & Ross costs. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Um, David SW just got a really cool one. Yeah? Which one is it? It's the matte black diver. It's pretty nice. But you want? do you want a piloty one or a... I kind of want one of the piloty ones. Like, one of the original oh, BR okay. models. You know? No, this, no, this one's a diver. 
want the pile of one. But like the problem is the Bell and Ross, they're a little too expensive in reality for what I want to pay for something which I'm literally treating as purely a novelty. And um, they're a little big. And so I kind of found myself, and I was I was on the I was talking about this on the TBWS Patreon Slack. Um, have you seen these Rado True Squares? I have, yeah. All ceramic, which I love. That's the other thing. Also, I really want an entirely ceramic watch because I'm also kind of obsessed with um, those Chanel ceramic watches. You remember uh, uh, we were talking about Chanel. those? Oh yeah, the black one and the white. The one. black one. I love. My God. <laughs> Yeah, they're just so cool. so like un like like in a really lame way. I'm like obsessed, you know, with the <laughs> with those watches. But like those are pretty expensive, obviously. And so I'm like, okay, what are my other ceramic watch options? And so my ceramic watch hunt, along with my square watch hunt, intersected. <laughs> and I'm like, oh fuck, there's a Rado True Square, and it's all ceramic. Um, and so I was looking at that watch earlier this week, and I'm just and I'm, I'm just. The whole the whole line just looks so cool, and so I'm like, oh man, let me um, let me show it to my wife, uh, to get her to get her thoughts to like see, or so I I I man brained it in that I said, let me show this to my wife so we can compare how much we both like the watch. That's literally what I did in my head, mm-hmm. which is like not, it's like not how reality works. Like yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, with anything. And so I went to my wife and I'm just like, babe, babe, drop whatever the fuck you're doing and Google <laughs> I kicked her door in. <laughs> she was like, she was playing games on her, on her computer. Google Rado True Square right fucking now. Um, and she Googled it and I'm just like, I really like this watch. What do you think? She just looks at me and she's like, it's really ugly. I was crushed. <laughs> I was crushed and deflated and just oddly emasculated i'm like oh man i thought i thought it was a good that was a gorgeous watch and it's it like it is heartbreaking I just, my wife hates the doxa so oh imagine how that feels and they're just like what don't you like about it she's like it looks like an apple watch uh, <laughs> i guess i'm not getting that watch anymore michael yeah you can't get that watch <laughs> So I'm glad your wife saw your Time XQ and liked it, though. <laughs> yeah, she likes it. She likes it. It probably would look good on her too. So yeah, I don't know. Does she still wear well, the Marlin? The what? Timex Marlin? Or did you guys throw it in a campfire? Timex. Oh, that one. Uh, no, she doesn't wear it much. Um, she went back to not wearing watches. <laughs> That's all right. It's all right. You know. Yeah. So uh, what do you what do you have on? Michael, do you have to ask me that? You know. Well, you've said that before, but there's there's some there are two very special things in your collection now on your Is it the is it the Seamaster? <laughs> you know it's not the Seamaster. For episode two hundred and eleven <laughs> of the Two Book Watch Last Podcast, I am very proudly wearing again my still newly acquired Grand Seiko um 9F Quartz SBG V two three three I in titanium. In motherfucking this is going to be a cursing episode. Sorry, everyone. In motherfucking titanium, I love this watch. Let me count the ways in which I love thee. Like, I, like, really, <laughs> really. Just burst out into poetry. <laughs> I'm going to do it, man. Um, I really fucking love this watch. I love this watch in such a way where, very much like the Seamaster, like, um, 
it's exactly what it needs to be and everything about the watch is what I love about watches. But unlike the Seamaster, it's more everything I love just about or what I really wanted to love about like like an everyday dress watch, even though this is not like a quote unquote I mean, I guess it's kind of a dress watch, you know what I mean? It's it's a dress watch. It's there's no it's 41, right? It's 40. 40. 40. Just I under. I think it's sportier than than it is dressy. It's I, I I it's 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 in between enough to be like a casual but still dress watch, but it's obviously not like. I'm not gonna wear it in a situation that would call for my Seamaster. Right. If I was gonna go mountain biking for some fucking horrible reason, if I you should try it <laughs> to to mount to mountain bike. No. Yeah. That's awful. No part of that sounds perspective. <laughs> okay. Mountains, bikes, like sweating? No. <laughs> the last time I literally, the last, I was on a phone call for work and I, I had this interesting revelation. The last time I literally worked out, now when I say work out, I mean like I put on my workout clothes and I got my bottle of water and like I planned out like work, like workout. Um, like in a gym? Just in general. You know, okay. like exercise, like overtly exercise. Uh, 2000 and... So, well, no, two, uh, 2001, 2002, 2001, I think. You are going to die. I'm going to super <laughs> die. I think we've had three presidents since the last time I worked out. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the best part it was for high school it was for like freshman PE gym <laughs> so you, for, for a grade basically for a grade that was my carrot and stick <laughs> this is to get the fucking grade oh man that was the last time I <laughs> god I shouldn't laugh people this is not funny this is not a funny thing to be laughing about it's really fucked up of, of me to do to my body but um I'm just trying to just get I'm just trying to be more active these days because especially these days it's so easy to just like sit and like not do anything physical yeah. especially because I've been working from home for like like almost five years now I think um, yeah. or four or five years now so like uh, what I've been doing is I've just been trying to go on like hour walks every day when I've been sitting for a few hours so like in the middle of the day like I'll take like an hour walk so I've been trying to yeah. do that um it's just been nice. I just I've also just been able to like think clearer by doing that. You know what I mean? With a Grand Seiko on your wrist. With a Grand Seiko, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like that's an application in which I would wear the Grand Seiko. You know. Yeah. Um, but I love this watch. The titanium is fucking perfect. The dial color is perfect. It's this kind of jewel tony teal, which folks who know me know. Um, you know, I gravitate towards uh, colors. I like. I like really. You're still colors. driving with the uh, titanium. Right. Oh my god, it's so cool. You just got used to it. It's 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 that I got used to it, but I also understand what there is to love about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love how light it is. It really is fucking like strong. Like I've had accidents where I've kind of like hit a doorknob and it's been totally fine. Like it really right. is quite scratch resistant, you know? Um it's just you're making, so comfortable. You're making me rethink titanium. Man, <laughs> when you're here, when you're here in May, 
you have to try this watch on. It's already sized for you because you and I have the same wrist size. You have to try this watch on. Yep. It's so nice. Trey, Trey Magnifique, brah. You know? It's pretty cool, man. So that's my episode 211. And that's what I'm probably going to do for the next 40 goddamn episodes <laughs> of this fucking show. <laughs> Unless I muster up enough fragile masculinity to decide to get my own Rado True Square, but I mean, let's be real, that's probably not going to happen. So I'm probably just going to stick with the Grand Seiko for a long time. Um, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm in love with this watch. You know, I'm glad you got it. Um, you, you got it like pretty quickly too. I got it. I got. I ordered it through Seiya Japan. I told the story last week. I. Mm-hmm two episodes or no, the last episode an episode last ago episode. um uh of how i got i got it through say japan it's not on his website but go back and listen to episode 210 it was really weird the way i discovered this watch even existed because it's a jdm model um it's not a u.s model and um i got the registration card there's like handwriting in it i got it in a really baller ass grand seiko box it didn't come in like a box of checks max or whatever because i know you were saying some people we're getting their Grand Seikos in like regular Seiko boxes, and it was just weird. Yeah, yeah, or boxes that were basically just the same kind of quality. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. weird, weird, weird. No, mine came in like a fucking super ass nice Grand Seiko box, and I had the, I have the spec card signed and like all the registration like warranty cards signed and everything, and like nice, you know, some real like. Real like stuff, man. It's crazy. Man, so that's what I'm wearing for this episode. Let us do this. Fuck, as a burping. Um, as a professional, as a goddamn professional podcast. Uh, we did the intro. We did the wrist check. Very nice wrist check. When you're wearing this Hodinky uh, branded Timex, are you going to keep this? What? Where are you with the Great Purge? How are your Stalinistic orological purges going? Um, I have to be better because there's a lot of stuff okay. that I don't wear. Um, but I might be posting some stuff in the sales thing in Slack probably next week. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. But I'm doing really well with the no buying anything for 2021. Because well, you're you're still, I think you're still in your you're you're still enamored with your 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 Halios, right? Oh my gosh, that thing is fantastic. Yeah, man. And I think four or five other people got it <laughs> that are also in the Slack group. Yeah. So, and everyone is kind of equally pleased. Um, How much yeah, is that thing again? Fantastic watch. Seven seventy-five. I thought it was like thirteen hundred bucks. Well, it kills everything in that price right now. I think that's probably why I thought it was thirteen hundred. <laughs> like that's why I'm just like I'm originally I'm just like eh, it's kind of cool again. But seven hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. Come yeah. on. Jason can't be making money. <laughs> there's no way oh man right there's no way telling you dude let us do this Michael uh, there's no real housekeeping to get to Michael and I want to spend as much time as we could on the main topic so let's get to the main topic fun with watch budgets huge shout out again to mm, I forgot already Paul Eastergram for suggesting this topic if you could buy only one watch at $250, $500, $1,000, $1,500, 2K, 3K, 4K, 5K. Shall we start at $250, Michael? Well, so, $250. Yeah, like, and again, these aren't watches that I own, 
these don't represent the best in their category, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, these were just things I thought would be fun if almost I were like an alternate watch collector. If I, if my dream, if all my dreams came true and I weren't me, what kind of watch collection, you know, would I have? My, it's kind of where mine ended up. My, uh, my philosophy or alternate universe, universe is if I was... If I was going through the buying process, the the discovery and buying process again <clears throat> for my first watch all the way, like at that budget, all the way up to the, the 5K. So mm. these are watches that I kind of wish I would have the chance to encounter as a first time, you know, watch enthusiast again. Yeah. That's good. I like that. It's going to be fun. It's going to be, be fun. All right. Let us do this. Who's going first? I can go first. Go I really first. like my first. Okay, go for it. So I really hope I didn't pick one that you got. <laughs> it, it's entirely po- We might have some crossover. Um, it's entirely yeah. possible, actually. So I picked um, this watch consistently blows me away. Uh, and I think you and I both agree that as a sort of entry level for a lot of people, if they <clears> just <throat> want something to start with, you and I, I think lately have been pointing folks to Orient. Um, and so I picked the, <laughs> I picked the Orient Kamasu. Wow. We chose the same watch. Uh, <laughs> and I, and I think I have the, the teal one. Do you have the teal one? Uh, I chose the red one that Jason, um, on our team actually did in his review. He's got a really cool, uh, red one. Well, that's a good start. Yeah. The, I'm looking at the, the sort of aqua colored one on Amazon yeah. two, 229. Um, I don't know much about the movements. I just know these look really good because I just have my one Orient and it doesn't hack. It's got that button. Well, you I'm guessing have, this movement you have the, has hacking and all that stuff. You have one of the early family generation 469 movements in your Gen 1 Mako, which is basically that button is just a, like a modular complication they put on like the original um, 7S uh, 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 like caliber they purchased the rights to from Seiko in the 70s. So the yeah. Kamasu... Let me Google it right now. Should have one of the um, Orient F6 calibers in there. Dude, these are cool, man. Very cool. Very pretty. Um, and if it's... Uh, I'll, I'll, just to mix it up, I'll throw this in the uh, in there as well. If the Kamasu doesn't do, uh, doesn't do it for you, check out the Orient Mako 2. Equally yeah. badass. Also probably has the same movement. I had hands-on time with the Orient Mako 2. Um, go and check out the review on tubebookwashknobs.com. Um, if you just Google Orient Mako 2, you'll probably see our review. And um, what you get for some of these newer Orients in like the sub $200, $300 area, it's fucking insane. The quality on the Orient Mako 2 was nuts. Um, pretty sure it was a Sapphire Crystal, in-house movement, hacking, hand winding, incredible fit and finish. And I have no problems uh assuming that the same quality and attention is going to be paid on these orient um kamasus Ka- kamasu how, 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 how the fuck you say this name um yeah that's a good pick god damn it michael and you, and you know it's a little wild i you know just for fun as i was looking within this price range i thought to myself well you know it used to be the skx the skx technically isn't around anymore and it yeah. is and when you find it the prices are absurd so i thought to myself okay well maybe with the exception of the the 5S series or the new Seiko 5s or whatever, um, like what's what's the closest diver to the original SKX? And 
to me, I thought it would be the SRP triple seven, the the turtle reissue. Mm. Um, and even that thing is like expensive now. Well over three hundred bucks mm-hmm. on Amazon. Um, sometimes more if you go for a Pepsi or something with a bracelet. Um, yeah, the and these Orients look great. And I'm looking at Jason has some great shots on here. Mm. Uh, it looked big to me the Kamasu when the people first started talking about it, but uh, on wrist it looks pretty good. Yeah. That's a good pick. Damn, we chose the same one. That's and a ton of hilarious. colors. That's that, that's another reason I picked it because it's just like a bunch of colors that you can you get. You have a lot of options. There's classic black. There's uh, blue. There's that teal one that you were looking at, which is quite nice. Um, there's the yeah. red one, which I was kind of honing in on. And uh, they don't have it here, but there's also some interesting two-tone ones, I believe, that are oh, wow. that might that might be JDM, actually. Cool. So that's a good one. That's a really, really good one. If I was doing this again, if I had 250 bucks to spend on a watch, I would totally gravitate towards this as well. Nice. Ah, we're off to a great start. Off to a great goddamn start. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> right, Eating my see. Cheerios, man. That's too good. We're probably, uh, we're probably different on this next one. This next one at 500. Let's see here. Should I go first this time? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. So for 500 bucks, uh, I put myself in a very similar like like mindset. Like for 500 bucks, if I was looking, what would I kind of gravitate to? If I was you know clicking around or doing research, this is pretty cool because I love the color, and I am actually fucking shocked that these things are around 500 bucks. I'm sending you a link. So my pick for $500 watch is the Bulova Bulova goddammit oceanographer specifically this green dial one the Michael that I sent you a link for oh cool which I guess is limited edition uh the reference is 96B322 it's on Amazon for like 510 bucks mm-hmm. so I feel like that's 10 bucks is with, is you know within within budget the watch is really, really cool. I love the color. Obviously, this whole oceanographer line within Bulova, Bulova, goddammit, I feel like doesn't get as much attention as some of the other stuff. Like, obviously, it gets attention, but I just feel like people don't talk about these divers enough. I stopped paying attention to these because <clears throat> I think when they first rolled them out, um, yeah, so this one's big. This one's 44, 44. millimeters. Yeah. My, so, my Seiko Subos. 44 that's true really well that's seiko that's seiko that's that that's yeah the different case with the sacred di- seiko divers so i stopped paying attention to these because when they first released them i think they did a regular one um with like almost like coke colors mm-hmm. and then they did one in the smaller case with an orange dial and it was super limited and way more expensive so I just kind of stopped paying attention to these. It yeah. became the watch in my mind that's like, oh, okay, there's like a really, really big one that nobody wants and then a smaller one that's expensive and hard to get. Yeah, the size would definitely be like a potential hurdle to get over, but I think honestly, 44 is big. I think I would be okay with it. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's just because fine. I've worn like 44 millimeter watches before and like obviously... Some haven't been fine. Some have been fine. But if I was literally just buying this watch on like looks and price alone, I don't know. It's just clicking with me. It's really, really cool. It's a nice one. It's a fun one for sure. 
Uh, it's got a Miyota movement, interestingly. Oh, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Citizen, I keep forgetting Citizen owns uh, Bulova. Let me see here. Scrolling through, see if I can find some photos. Yeah, I love that color, man. Yeah, that color is great. I think they have yellow and oh, there's several. Still. Yeah, there's 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 several colors, but I like it also because it's not like if I bought an Orient Kamasu or an Orient Mako for my two hundred fifty dollar watch, this Bulova Oceanographer or whatever the fuck this thing is called now, the Devil Diver, mm -hmm. doesn't fit into the normal dive watch kind of aesthetic, right? So that's why I thought it'd be kind of cool for my for my five hundred dollar pick. That's funny. I did I did think about my five hundred dollar one in a way that would complement my two hundred fifty dollar one as what's well. Your, what's your five hundred dollar pick? So I picked um, list on this is actually four fifty, so I'm a little below. Okay. Um, you can get I don't know a case or something. Uh, this is the Marathon High Torque Quartz Ooh. Military General Purpose Watch with tritium tubes. Um, and I think I think field watches, you know, military field looking watches are something you find when you're getting started out <clears throat> and thinking about these price ranges. So and I spent a lot of money on like Seiko fives and other clones and things to where I think if if you go for something like this marathon, like out the gate, you're gonna be fine in that military field watch sort of genre. Um, I, I love this watch because you actually have done a really incredible job of complementing your Mako or your, yeah. your, your Orin Kamasu. Like these two would be so cool together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. That's a really, really cool pick. Man, let me write this down. And it's yeah, like, list is list is 450. Um, it's on Long Island Watch for 416. There are other versions, I'm sure. There are versions with... Um, like those polymer cases, which are even less expensive. This one's pricier because it's actually stainless steel. Oh, wow, <laughs> but, cool. But yeah, I don't know, I, it's, it's kind of cool. I get thrown off with Marathon a lot because, like, I just, I know they make so many different, like, case materials. So it's kind of hard for me to sometimes keep a lot of the stuff straight, you know? Right. This yeah, this badass. this one's fun. And I think um, I think a couple folks have, have these on the on the Slack channel as well. Let me just write that down. I'm putting all these together uh, for the show notes, everyone, that are going to go on the site, so no worries. Okay, so we did 250 We did the $500 one. Oof, my $1,000 one's uh, a little out of left field. Okay. Should I go or do you? Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll go. Let me grab. Oh, no, where did it go? I lost and I don't it. want to hear about it. It's the whole dinky dog. Um, <laughs> it's, not my, it's not my game, man. Let me see here. I got to find it again. Close it out by accident. Uh, there you are. Oh, yeah. For $930 to fulfill my $1,000 requirement, I would choose this Mido Multifurt um 38 millimeter gray dial who oh. interestingly enough our very own baird tv Davis contributor extraordinaire has reviewed which i'm also linking to you right now 
I would choose this watch specifically because my $250 and $500 watches were really like divey, sport divey. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I like this Mito because it's obviously a dress watch. It has a little bit more X factor than just being like a plain dial. And I feel like with these Mito multi-fort models that are around the $1,000 area, you do get a lot of watch for your money. Like Mito is definitely one of those brands that people tend to kind of overlook or forget about. So yeah, this is where I would gravitate towards if I was kind of getting ready to break that $1,000 mark. This one's kind of cool. I like those lugs <clears throat> and that dial. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually, I bet you can even find it for less Probably. Than, than 930. Probably. They actually don't make this 38 millimeter one anymore. So if you do see any and you want this watch, grab it. Or I'm actually, I'm pretty sure they don't make 30 millimeter anymore. They do make a 40, 41 or 42. Mm-hmm. So, but this 38 millimeter one, I, I, I a collection with an Orient Kamasu and a Bulova Oceanographer fucking Devil Diver and this Multifert um, and this Mita Multifert, I feel like would be a really cool three watch collection. Three watches done for like basically $2,000. I mean, essentially. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, less. Like if the less, Orient, less, yeah. Orient Kamasu is so 700 plus. Uh, so yeah, we're maybe between 1500 and 1800 bucks. So that's my pick. And I really like this one a lot. And go and check out Baird's review on the TuberWatchKnobs.com website. He's got some really, really fine pictures on here, actually. And you really get a good sense of, like, the dial texture and the way it behaves from some of these shots, you know? Really makes me feel like a dummy for getting way too far into watches and spending way too much. <laughs> there's no there's no hope for us, Michael, but maybe there is for you at home. Listen can you imagine? Can you imagine a world where you just, I don't know, Get out of bed and look at a watch box and see a Kamasu, uh, this Mito, <laughs> <laughs> maybe a Marathon. And yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine I'm with fine. everything. I'm life. fine with that. Yeah, oh, that'd boy. be nice. Yes, we're trying to save. We're, we're trying to save folks now at this point. <laughs> we're trying to. There's no hope for us people at home, <laughs> but there is for you. All right. Oh boy. Heed our warnings. Oh God. All right. What's what's your? I think we should acknowledge also also the one thousand dollar hurdle. It's a pretty big milestone. I feel yeah. Like it's something people really take very seriously and are conscious of. So oh yeah you know, yeah. If you're feeling like one thousand dollars is too much, you know it probably is. Don't spend over a thousand bucks if you're not comfortable spending it. You know. And you don't have to break it either. I, I feel I feel when it comes to watch collecting, sometimes you're made to think that, oh, like one day when you break four digits, when you break five digits, five, like five-digit watch purchase, that's that's what you got to do. You know, yeah. you absolutely do not. <laughs> no, oh my God, no. My Orient Star GMT is under a thousand it's like i think i paid like 9 20 or 9 30 something for it that watch is a fucking showstopper in my opinion and that thing yeah. is not above a thousand i mean it probably is now because i don't make that fucking watch anymore but when i bought it i didn't pay a thousand bucks for it i bought a brand new from japan yeah the first time you broke a thousand was the uh the naris 
Oh no, that was uh, that was the Stevrol, that weird in between time when when Steve was between like the brand naming conventions. What was the first time I broke a thousand? I can't remember. <laughs> Michael, I literally think it was this Grand Sego I'm wearing. Really? Yeah, dude. You broke a thousand by a lot. <laughs> yeah, man. I kicked that shit I think down. The, I think it was the Speedmaster for me. Because my something else. my Orient Star Diver was also under a thousand. That was like nine seventy five. Yeah, you got close. Jesus, interesting. I'm just under a thousand for for this pick. What um, do you got? Nine hundred fifty bucks, and it's it's kind of a weird one. Um, but I don't know. I think people are are liking these more and more. It's the cool. Doxus Sub Two Hundred. Yep. I'd, I'd preface this by saying that it probably doesn't feel like like a doxa doxa in, in the traditional sense if you just google doxa diver images you're gonna see a lot of stuff that doesn't look like this right but nonetheless it is <clears throat> they do look kind of cool for the price um you can get it again in a ton of different colors i you love to get the, the teal doxa orange Everybody loves the teal. I love the teal. I'm sorry. I know everyone loves it, but I love the teal on here. You can get the teal on a teal rubber bracelet. That's too much teal. I want teal, teal. on stainless. <laughs> teal on teal. Yo, dog. We heard you yeah. like teal. Um, this thing is... These are cool. And I do, I do agree. I get the sense that people are gravitating towards these... Not in droves, but more. More people are becoming aware you know, of these um, sub-200 models. I'd pick the Sea Rambler. I'd get it on the rubber, but then I'd probably ditch that rubber for something like a Tropic Strap. That oh, would be wow. kind of cool. They even have some, like, faux Tina models with, like, slightly, yeah. slightly yellowed loom. Yeah. If that's what you're into. So that's, that's my pick for... Fuck, that's a good one. And then, so if if I was kind of mapping my my collection journey up to this point, um, I guess that would be the first Swiss automatic in that. In that oh shit! You're right. Journey. Same for me. My Mito was the first Swiss automatic because the Orient is in-house Japanese. My Bulova had um, a Miyota in it. Your Marathon Quartz is probably a it's probably a Ronda Swiss Ronda Quartz. Yeah, so there you go. You don't have to break a thousand to get a Swiss automatic. Yeah, yeah. And if oh, you're and if you're it. if you're further unsure about that, go back and listen to our automatic chronograph episode where we literally talk about Swiss automatic chronographs. Yeah, under a thousand. I almost had I almost had one of those watches on this list, but I decided against it. Ah, uh, which yeah. one? It was that Tissot uh, dress chronograph. I I forgot. Nice. Yeah. So cool. All right, let us do this. We are now, we've now broken the $1,000 barrier. The sky didn't open and fire didn't rain down. We were okay. We, we feel like we didn't do anything wrong. Maybe in the first couple of nights of having your over $1,000 watch, there was some self-flagellation in the closet to atone for some kind of sin. You may or may not have felt, but we're past that now. We're fine. Yeah, we are now on to fifteen hundred dollars. Our fifteen hundred dollar, um, that was very dramatic. Fifteen hundred dollar pick. I have one that I don't own, but I'm 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 considering it. Um, 
Should I go first or do you want to go? Yeah, go first. The want is also strong with mine. Yeah. <laughs> I, Michael, I really want this watch. I'm sending you, I don't know why I'm whispering. I'm sending you an image. I'm sending you an image of my future. Okay, I, for so yeah. my $1,500 pick, have picked the, <laughs> why are you laughing? The $1,300. So we're, we're in between. Um, yeah. Seiko Presage SARD 011 Arushi dial. You've One of these. You've been talking about Arushi dials for as long as I've known you. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. One day. The 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 one of the many Arushi dials um you know in the Seiko Prestige line. I feel like they don't do them that much anymore. Now the Seiko Prestige watches are kind of gearing towards like fun colored enamels, you know? Yeah. Um but like a really nice deep black Arushi dial. Some of these models still exist. They have really nice three-handers. This one here I'm looking at is kind of like, um, what the fuck do you call this dial layout? Um, Japanese vomit. You hate this watch. I don't hate the watch. I think I think there are nicer. The watch is gorgeous, but there are nicer. I'd probably pick the like a three-hander. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I like this one just because because of how kind of busy it is. You know what I mean? I see. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not normal when I buy watches. I also like the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Crown because I have no other way of um, you know describing what that shape is. But that's a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, as far as I'm concerned. You know, I still don't know what people mean when they say onion crown. Like, yeah, I don't know what kind of fucking onions you people <laughs> have been <laughs> seeing. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's got a traditional pocket watch onion crown. Yeah, fucker, have you ever seen an onion? <laughs> like, but I think I think Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah, totally. This gives me a better picture. That's a Reese's peanut butter cup, man. <laughs> I have eaten enough Reese's peanut butter cups to know one when I see one. That's what that is. But I would choose this um, for my kind of fifteen hundred dollar watch. Um, I, it's under fifteen hundred bucks because I'm accounting for having to pay uh, import tax. Like I had to pay on my fucking grand Seiko, because uh, right now with COVID, Japanese EMS is not shipping to the United States. So Seiya Japan has to use DHL, and DHL will charge you import tax every time, just because of how Seiya Japan labels, you know, the packages. Um, I wish they would put freaking sapphire at this point, man. Like, that's the only thing that really. I I can even live with the layout. It's just. Is this I not would, Sapphire on the on this watch? It says Hardlex on on Seiya. It says Sapphire. Really? Yeah. I'm looking I'm looking at the preview in Slack. It's oh, like, that's funny. The preview doesn't match the description. The description says it's Sapphire. Oh, okay. In that case, I'm fine. If you, <laughs> if you click into it, yeah. Yeah, I see it now. Automatic 31 joule, blah blah blah. Um, but yeah, I at 1300 bucks accounting for I don't know. Uh, I'm in Florida, so imports probably between seven and nine percent. What's eight percent of thirteen hundred? You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> Hundred and four dollars. So I'm still. So I'm going to be in it for maybe fourteen hundred and ten dollars. I am quite comfortably still under fifteen hundred bucks. This is my fifteen hundred dollar pick. Um, like a like a really nice like obvious dress watch vibe to it. But yeah, eventually, Michael. I'll get an Arushi dial. I don't know if it's going to be this one. 
you know what? Actually, you know what? You know what? You know what fucking Arushi Dial I really want? Are they making new Arushi Dial watches? I feel like that paused. They don't. I, I haven't seen any. And if they are, it's like a like a like a red or a green one or something like that. Yeah. But do you know what Arushi Dial I really want, which I'm never gonna get? It feels like Seiya has all of them. <laughs> he has all of them except the. Remember those limited edition chronographs? The yes. white enamel. And well, the black? The, those went fast. Yeah. Those. That's what I want, Michael. I'm never gonna get that though, am I? You can keep an eye out. <laughs> those those are very special. They're really cool. I should I should have grabbed it when I had the. I I was in, I was in the Grand Seiko Bo- I was in the Seiko Boutique in Miami, uh, when Joe Kirk was still down there, and um, I was down there I think for like a Spring Drive event or something, and that watch that that chronograph the Ruchdale chronograph the the anniversary one or whatever the fuck it was was there. In the case, and I was talking. To, yeah. I was talking to 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 Joe about it. I'm just like, oh, it's so cool, and blah blah blah. And it's just, it's crazy that they're only charging four thousand dollars for this watch or some shit. And he looks at me. He's like, Cas, who told you that's a four thousand dollar watch? I'm like, the internet. I I don't <laughs> I don't know uh, uh, how much is it. And like, I think he told me I could get it for nineteen hundred or something. He said, Yeah, yeah, they had just come out around that time that you were down there. How stupid was I in the past, Michael? How stupid were we? We How both stupid were, were we in the past, Michael? <laughs> I should have, even though there was I at that time in my life, I was, I was quite broke, and so there's no way I could have properly afforded it. But damn it, I wish I had just done it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no groceries, no groceries. We could eat. We could eat the good vibes we get from my new watch. Right? You think my wife um, would have bought that? I don't think so. I don't think she would have. But yeah, that's the Rushi dial I want. So that's why I haven't gotten one because the one I want is never is never going to be available anymore. So yeah, but that's that's my that's my fifteen hundred dollar pick. Um, what do you got? Because you say that you're you're jo- you're jonesing hard for your pick too. This one's nice, man. So I I think I think another th- if I would change another thing in my earlier collecting journey. It would be to stop screwing around with a lot of um, smaller micro brands or boutique brands, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, I think we um, both. I think we've both been down that path. Yeah, and I think I think the good thing about you know if if I were starting now, the good thing is that some of those earlier brands have evolved to be something way more than what they were before, mm. uh, and you have those you have those brands that I think are still very top tier. Um, I mean, we talked about the Halios, and so I think that for fifteen hundred bucks at this stage, you can start messing around with smaller boutique brands. And this is the um, Orion Calamity in Arctic. This is such with, a great pick with the steel twelve-hour bezel. And funny enough, he actually just opened up orders again on April first. Uh, so he's he's taking orders for them again. He's got some new colors. Um, different bezel options and all that stuff. Yeah, this huge one shout has, out, huge shout to a good friend of the show, Nick Harris over at Orion Watches. But at fourteen ninety five, that's it. Thirty nine millimeters. Yeah, dude. Oh, fuck. With uh, a contoured contoured case back, you can get ten point five millimeters thick, forty eight lug to lug. Come on, <laughs> it's yeah. 
yeah this thing is very very cool and then obviously oh, the one the one that i show you has that almost with the the arctic white and the orange it has that you know polar explorer kind of vibe rest Shit, in peace I, yeah r.i.p indeed can i can i share how much i just fell in love with this green bezel one he's got yeah <laughs> please do <laughs> the only fucking problem michael is that those are miami hurricane colors oh uh, with the white yeah. and the orange <laughs> nothing against the miami hurricanes it's not that i hate them it's just that i'm quite indifferent to them and so i don't want someone to think i bought the watch because i like the miami hurricanes you know what i'm saying <laughs> well if you like the miami hurricanes <laughs> nick has a watch for you he's got the perfect fucking watch for you damn this is if you yeah you made a great point if you want to stop fucking around and taking like random pot shots that just micro brands which there are there are more shitty micro brands than there are good ones and that's never going to change if you want to yeah. stop and just kind of take yourself out of that circle of sorrow take a shot in the calamity dude and look at this crazy new color uh the azure i'm just gonna that's the last calamity i'll send you but dude that color looks insane with see with the steel bezel or the ooh yeah Oy, okay wow. so good stuff good stuff i'd probably i'd probably take the opportunity to you know try a micro but not at like what's typically thought of as the micro price point so um but it's, it's funny because like just the way manufacturing works within micro brands and obviously fucking halios is the exception to this <laughs> most watches that are in like the five to six hundred dollar area they're gonna kind of feel the same they might be designed different but if you're really talking about like a quality play they're gonna kind of feel the same to generalize yes but obviously there are exceptions you know to that but fuck man this orion these <clears throat> these calamities i totally forgot about these there's there's no other watch that feels the way that this watch does with that contoured case back that thickness oh dude i'm jones and hard for that arctic one <laughs> it's kind of cool man maybe i'll get one <laughs> what else is so what's got? next Measure. oh he's a gray dial ecru ecru i never know how to say this word yeah, I don't know how to say that. Yeah, uh, he's got sorry. a gray dial. So it's Void, Ecru, uh -huh. Azure, and Arctic. God damn you, Nick Harris over at Orion Watches. <laughs> All right, I here. Get some nice stuff. Back to the little let, let me Let me write down. Watches. Calamity. Next up, $2,000. $2,000. It's a lot, man. That is a lot. We are now getting to a, a point where you're collecting watches and you're probably getting, for the most part, obviously there's just exceptions to this, you're probably getting pretty close to knowing what you really like, I think. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or yeah. you're getting to a place where you're just like, I know the types of watches I'm just not going to buy anymore. Yeah. You know? You want to know my pick? What do you got? I have a watch that you and I actually have shared appreciation for. 
I don't have a specific model number because there's many different variations available, but these are easily available under 2000. I'll say between, you know, 1400 and 2000 bucks. Mm-hmm. Michael, for $2,000, I would hardcore get a Tag Heuer Quartz Chronograph Aqua Racer. Okay, that's kind of cool. You know what I mean? It's yeah. fun. Um, obviously, I love the whole Aqua Racer thing. It's a, it's, it's a style of watch I've always loved. Obviously, if you know me, you also know I love Quartz Chronographs. For me, if I had collected the Orient Mako 2 and then a Bulova, um Devil Diver, and then a Mito Multifert, and then a Seiko Presage, I would want to do something a little out of left field in the $2,000 price range. And the, these Tag Heuer um, Quartz uh, Aqua Racers, I don't know. They it just seems to really fit the bill. Are, are they still are they still making these? Yeah, they have new ones. I think what? I don't I don't know if they're quartz, but they might they might have quartz ones. Um, <clears throat> sometimes when they do the press release, they just really focus on the uh, the automatic ones. Yeah. Um, but then in reality, there's also quartz options. Yeah, they still make those. So cool. I mean, yeah, MSRP so cool. is like twenty three hundred, but I mean, you're not paying. Yeah. That. Guys. way less okay that's funny i also took the opportunity like okay i thought I, maybe we both thought in our heads 2000 maybe it's time to look at chronographs at least that's how oh, i saw it okay um so i went to watch buys and i would actually go for one of these um what do you got this this is the zin 103 st acrylic on a strap Normally I would say bracelet, but this thing is this thing looks good on anything. This so thing even looks if it's the stock, so good on anything. Yeah. And I was actually I thought these were more. Um even on the strap. The, I mean, Watch Buys has it at 2040, so I'm a little over. That's um, fine. But uh yeah, this thing is really really cool and I think I think it would it would just kind of wrap up that black dial sports chronograph gap that I think a lot of people feel like they need to, you know, yeah, figure out. I mean, there's also the great thing about this, this sort of design language in these, in these in models, you know, uh, to your point, it looks good on anything, dude. Yeah. Like you could literally have so much fun playing with straps on this thing um and it's basically this? a 7750 okay I mean, that's what i was looking for so it's it's a little on the thicker side yeah but at the same time <clears throat> really you can you can get yourself something with a 7750 in it and be completely fine for the rest of your life oh yeah in the way of swiss automatic chronographs <laughs> so, man, let me write this down in one set of three I think that's I think that's the only chronograph that I have. Uh, oof, I got one. I got one coming up. Okay. <laughs> mm, okay. Uh, are we on to three thousand dollars? Damn. Are we? I think yeah. Right. I did my two K. You did. God damn. The three thousand dollar mark is interesting in that now I feel like psychologically I'm in a place where maybe I can get. Like a little, like a little novelty going on at three thousand bucks. Because three thousand dollars, if you take a trajectory like I've taken in my life professionally, where 
you know, there was a period of time where you really weren't sure how you were going to pay for groceries and you didn't want to tell your wife that because you didn't want her to freak out. Like if you came from that to obviously being fine now, I'm fine now, you know, um, there gets to a point where spending $3,000 on a watch. Now we're just having fun. Yeah. Because it's a joke. <laughs> it's a because joke. It, at, a po- at a point in your life, you're just like, that is a joke. This is a joke. <laughs> with that said, <laughs> that with that said, for $3,000, I would get, you've heard me talk about, not this watch specifically, but this line of watches. Okay. I would get the Citizen Campanola Grand Campanola. Complication CTR 57-1101 JDM model. This watch is hilarious. It you is know what's ex- funny? Hmm. I, I, don't, I don't like most of these, but I like this one because of how crowded and complicated it is. It's so <laughs> garish. It's just... It, but at the same time, it's probably one of the more subdued of the Campanola um, line. The Citizen Campanola line, for folks who aren't familiar, is a model of JDM-only watches that Citizen produces, which represent the highest tier, or I guess until recently, the highest tier of what they're capable of. Usually they're eco drives, they're quartz, um, and they're going to range. I was going to ask. Yeah, this yeah. is this is this is this is quartz. This is a, this is a quartz grand complication, thirty-eight millimeter. Which is the other reason why I gravitate towards this watch, because usually Citizen Campanolas are fucking huge. It's actually really nice. I would spend three thousand dollars on this watch so fucking hard. <laughs> so it's a, I I guess grand complication. So it's a perpetual calendar, probably also yeah, it looks like a chronograph. Does chronograph? it have like? Mm-hmm. Does it have a minute repeater or something like? It's that? supposed to. That'd be kind of cool. Let me see. And it's like digital. Yeah. Like, oh, the, man, that's awesome. Let me see. Uh, I got to find a video of this. This is actually really, really cool. Uh, uh, several Citizen Campanolas have minute repeaters in them. Do you know how thick the uh, bracelet is? The bracelet? Probably 20. Oh, you like mean the, the lug width? The, 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 the wide, yeah. The lug width. Uh, let me see. Citizen citizens kind citizen JDMs are kind of like, kind of like Orient JDMs where it's like 19 or 21. Nice. Annoyingly. But let me see. Uh, yeah, that's that's a cool one. I like that. I don't know the lug width, but I feel like a 3K. This would be so oh, much fun. I found a video. Yeah? Is it adorable? Oh, it had, the dial is very deep. It's like a very um like it's set in there. Yeah. Let's see. It's just like one of those jeweler videos. That thing is gorgeous. That's very, very cool. This is the one. This is the one I would spend 3K on. Just nice. to fucking mix it up, you know? <laughs> 38 millimeters. At 3K, my thought was um, all right. At this point, I would love to look at one watch territory Mm. because could you imagine if 3k was as much as you put into (laughs) this the whole like like the whole yeah (laughs) like if i could spend 3k and walk away oh man anyways so so the uh my pick is actually the black bay 36 oh Um, yeah yeah so just oh so on the citizen video you sent me around 4 30 Minute repeater. 
just just sharing that oh you can hear it okay oh yeah i'll listen later let me see yeah i mean we've talked about this watch a few times yeah black bay 36 uh 2950 from tudor uh, i think they're in-house at this point god um, fucking clean that's a clean looking watch dude god dang again you can it's funny <sighs> you can get it on leather for less from tudor just get it on the bracelet. Just get the bracelet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, buy, don't fuck around, guys. Yeah, buy a ton of nice leather straps um, later. 36 millimeters. It's basically a 10... Okay. Not basically a 1016, but it, it's got it's got that vibe of a 1016 Explorer. Um, basically what the watch would look like today. Um, and yeah, dude, this is... Is, uh, is that Tiger Concepts not scratching the itch? <laughs> whatever happened to that watch i think i threw that watch away <laughs> no I, actually no i still have it it's somewhere dude take it to the range <laughs> that'd be so funny can you do that can you can you can you shoot your own implemented objects at the right yeah, i've, I, I, I've I never shoot, asked I no idea. i've never asked You're like hey can i just like staple this thing to the <laughs> the target hey can i just glue this to a can and just throw this down down the range and just take some shots at it because you take your targets and you staple them down i'm wondering if it's just like hey can i take some i don't know twine and staple this watch <laughs> that'd be really funny if you do please please film it oh absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude i think for 29 i was i actually thought this watch was a little over 3000 so when i went to go look it up uh, I thought I was going to be bummed out, but yeah, twenty nine fifty. Fine watch. This is a fine choice. Would you and you you would get it in this black dial? You wouldn't do this like blue one or anything. I would get it black dial. I would never wear anything else. Wow. Yeah. That'd That's be fantastic. Pick. That's a good pick. Oh my god, where are we? We are at. Whew, we are at four thousand. Motherfucking Hershey's Kisses. Michael. Let's do this thing. So at $4,000, what are we talking about now? Now we're talking about, um, for me, it's like, uh, I'm just saying this personally, it's, I kind of want something that's like a showstopper, like elegant, like I want to, okay, I'm trying to think, I want to hang watchdog, but okay. in a really subdued way. Okay. <clears throat> but I also want to fill a gap in my collection. You know what I'm saying? So I would get... Let me just... Let me go. I'll send this to you here. That's... that. I literally just sent you the letter V because I hit... I, 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 hit, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! There it is. I would get the Grand Seiko SBGM221 Automatic GMT. Because it's that is fucking gorgeous. Oh, that's a killer watch. Because it's a GMT. I don't have a GMT. It's a dress watch, which I'm all about. And at the same time, this thing really does have some proper orological street grid. Um, it's on Say Japan right now. I, you have to log in to see the price, but <clears throat> it's thirty eight hundred. So thirty eight hundred. I'm gonna be a little over four hundred or four thousand after. Um, like import taxes and bullshit but at this point i don't care because i have a grand seiko gmt you know there's a blue dial of this right shut your mouth on a bracelet 
Where? What is Let me it? See if I can, let me see if I can find it uh, for you. It is no longer available. It's like a it's a Hodinky special edition one. I don't want it. I don't show it. Anymore. I don't <laughs> want it. I'm getting this one. I'm getting the SBGM221. Um, it has this really nice sort of it's like almost like an eggshell, slightly off-white dial. Yeah. You know I think, what I mean? And I think this is actually Grand Seiko's first GMT. This is a pretty oh, old watch. It's gorgeous. Yeah. 39 millimeters, 13 millimeters thick, a little on the thicker side, but that's okay. Um, exhibition case back, so you can see this wonderful decoration um, that's happening on the watch. I Fuck love this watch. this watch. I just do wish, I do wish that they had a bracelet option outside of like the limited edition space let's see i know doesn't say a cell grand seiko bracelets maybe we can put one on there that should be kind of cool grand seiko jubilee for sbg no way there's literally a grand seiko jubilee for this watch really yeah well it's it's sb gm 221 SBGM 221. Let me send this to you, Michael. Well, shit. <laughs> you tell me if I'm crazy. Am I misreading this? Uh, SBGM please. 221 Grand Seiko Jubilee bracelet. It's supposed to work. It's also $1,300. Well, I mean, <laughs> then it can be your 5K. Then it can be your 5K. <laughs> <laughs> but you could buy i mean i mean to, I mean, to, to, to be like like super candid I, I think this would actually be fucking gorgeous yeah what other bracelet options do you god damn you say in japan that's like exit watch status yeah dude oh my god <laughs> yeah so you could do that if you really wanted if you felt so inclined mine's not as exciting um, I'm sure it is. What is it? But it, but it's it's a brand that I, I like a lot. I'm still trying to figure out how to like break into the brand. Um, mm -hmm. This is at the lower end of the brand, so I've been thinking about it. <laughs> but it's the, um, it's funny. It's exactly one thousand dollars more than than the Black Bay. Um, <laughs> so this is the IWC Mark 18, just the mm -hmm. standard, just the standard one. Um, you have been talking about IWC for a very long time. I know, right? And I've been like, I'm going to get a big pilot. I'm, oh, that would look stupid. I can never get a big pilot. I'm going to get a Mark 18. I'm going to get a Spitfire. They, yeah, they, they have a lot of options at the at the lower end of their catalog. This is mm. one of them. You can find these used for like a thousand less. Wow. <laughs> I mean, there are just a lot of them out there. Um, people wear the hell out of them. This is just a really good everyday watch also. Um, so, so maybe, for folks who may not be familiar with IWC, what really separates, excuse me, what separates getting a Fleer like this versus getting like an Archimedes Fleer for a quarter of the price or Silva? You know what I'm saying? You know what? I, I, unless you're looking at this, like the Spitfire models, for example, which, you know, they went in-house with recently, not really much. Um, the fit and the finish is probably going to be um, above those that you just called out. Yeah. But that's really about it. I mean, mm. there are so many options when, when you're looking for a Flieger, but um, 
it might even be even more worth it to look for something like the Spitfire. I think that the Spitfire version of this watch is maybe 39 millimeters wow. um, with an in-house movement. Yeah. How big is Probably this one? Probably not. This one is 40. Oh, look at that. Yeah. This one's 40. And it wears really, really good on me. I tried it on in... Um, in Seoul, when I had that long layover, the <laughs> layover after Hong Kong. After Hong Kong, yeah, yeah, it's pretty damn cool. I wish I was there with you. It sounds like you had a fucking like watch adventure, like a like like a, a solo watch adventure when you were in that airport. <laughs> I, I just felt like Tom Hanks because then I got, I, I ended up getting a room in the airport. Oh like my they, god, that's right. They have like little pod rooms for you, and I was just like, dude, I'm here for like. 17 hours <laughs> like I, I can only walk around so much <laughs> i can only see the cinnamon 15 times in so many yeah. in so many walkings i have no idea if there's a cinnamon in the seoul airport <laughs> there was a uh i think there was a dunkin donuts love it <laughs> i could be wrong um yeah that would be my pick for uh iwc 4K. iwc mark fucking roman numerals uh 17 18 18 yeah all right michael it's time the whole kit and caboodle the whole kit and motherfucking caboodle five thousand dollars at five thousand dollars psychologically here's my state of mind i don't give a fuck i am buying something I am buying something so emblematic of my status of not giving a fuck. Michael, do you know what I would fucking buy? That's so funny because this is the price that I chose for hanging watch Don, but subtly. <laughs> I think I think inadvertently my pick is hanging watch Don, but you know what? I'm so on the I don't give a fuck train. I don't give a fuck what kind of dong I'm hanging. In fact, <laughs> I don't give so much of a fuck. I technically might be over 5,000, but I feel like maybe secondhand you can find these. Yeah. I was so fucking hardcore rock a Cartier Santos, dude. So hard. They have some nice ones now. So fucking hard I would do that, man. The Cartier... I always mix up these fucking models. Uh, Cartier... Uh, the Santos de Cartier, I guess, is technically. Yeah, those are the more modern-looking ones, right? Yeah. With bracelet? Yeah. The bracelet, yeah. yeah. I want it on bracelet. I mean, oh. that's subtle. I think a Santos is still very subtle. It's very much, it also really does send a statement though, I feel like. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's almost like a subtle, not like a power watch, because that makes you sound like I'm a fucking asshole, but it's like, <laughs> it's very clear that it's a luxury purchase. But I just want to clarify for folks, I would literally eat a drippy fucking cheeseburger while wearing this watch in like Vans. Like that, that's the level of I don't give a fuck. That I would have with my Cartier Santos. Dude, and they have um I'm on their site now, and it looks like they have for this dial, for this, for this watch, they have a ton of different dial colors. Um Oh yeah? You got a teal? They don't have a teal. Motherfuck. Oh, <laughs> but I think they have a blue dial, like a bluish oh, yeah. dial now. You want to know the the other well, the really funny thing? So like I'm my my parents are from Pakistan. I'm first generation here in Grogan for Lauderdale. We would we you know we had like desi parties and brown people parties all the time. I saw so many brown doctors and lawyers and shit like that rocking Cartier. I didn't realize at the time what it was, but like I now know it. I can confirm this watch 
will look quite lovely on my brown skin. I'm just putting that I, out there. I think the um I think it was like a doctor's watch probably for our parents' time because my father in law has a, a Santos. Really? Um, <clears throat> it's much smaller. It is two tone. So <laughs> But but of course. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I don't know, maybe it was a doctor's watch at some point. Might have been. Very cool. Should have been a doctor. Not, not not whatever the fuck I am. Yeah. <laughs> However, whatever whatever I've done to cobble together some kind of sort of living, whatever whatever that is. You should tell people that you work for the internet. I work. <laughs> what do you do? Work for the internet? Doing what? Interneting? Like the internet? <laughs> the internet. Yeah, internet, you know. Doesn't say much, but when he starts talking, can't shut him up. Nice guy, though. Do you want to hold the internet? <laughs> am I am I allowed? Is that allowed? I don't. Hey, what's Jen doing with the internet? <laughs> no, this has to go right back to Big Ben. You know. <laughs> Sorry. Such a good show. I should I should have that on in the background this week while I'm working. <laughs> Great show. Uh, right. Five thousand dollars. What would I do? What would you choose? Are you in the same mindset? Oh no, you. Well, you're in your hanging watchdog mindset at five k. So I, I wanted at this point, I wanted something that would be, kind of. I think maybe a little bit more on the elite side, not just not socially, but within watch collecting. I think this is, you know, pretty universally appreciated, uh, but it is very subtle, so <clears> it wouldn't it wouldn't scream at the average person as you know okay. five thousand dollars. Um, and it's very simple. It's the SBGA 211 Grand Seiko Snowflake Spring. I just think at that point, you know, yep. and, and I'll be honest, man, after, after hearing your recent experiences with titanium, I'm just like, man, should I try this thing again? Play, you know? play, play, play with mine. Play with my Grand Seiko. Hashtag oh, play, I'll my play Grand with Seiko. yours. <laughs> yes. And, and see, see how you feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. God, this is. Uh, there's this is a really a good, good watch. There's a really good review um, by Jack Forster, and I really like. So, at this point, I'd also be very careful to consider my style, just what I encounter every day. I'm not like I'm a t-shirt and jeans person, mm -hmm. uh, and there's like there's photos in this article. You know, t-shirt, jeans. The watch looks great. Um, and I think I think this watch has been around for Grand Seiko for ten years, maybe. Well, this is remember um, this is the second iteration, like the original. Yes. SBGA zero one one. I like this dial more. You know what's really funny? When they changed the dials, I was like a hardcore like hold up, like no fuck that dude. I, love <laughs> I, I like the newer dials a lot now. Yeah, um, it's not so much text. Yeah. If if you, if people aren't aware what the hell we're talking about, um. Grand Seiko, oh, Grand Seikos used to have Seiko and then Grand Seiko at the bottom of the dial. So it literally said Seiko twice. So it was Seiko at the top, right? It was Seiko at the top and then Grand Seiko at six o'clock. Yeah, yeah. And then um, during uh, one of the past Basels, I forgot which year it was, they announced that it was going to be its own thing. And then Grand Seiko's coming out, started coming out with just Grand Seiko on the dial. And people were pretty split on liking the old version of the dial and liking the new version originally i yeah. really did like the old version but now i like the, I, I i i really like this new one and the beauty the beauty about a watch like this i mean th this is kind of trivial but you know if you're at a meetup or something and you're at the table and somebody has 
like a black ceramic AP perpetual calendar Royal Oak. Um, I, you know, that person will be just as interested in seeing something like this because I just think when it comes to collectors and stuff, spring drive is still very elusive. I think Grand Seiko has, has tried to become more mainstream, especially in the States, opening up more boutiques like Mm -hmm. Rodeo drive and stuff like that. Um, Browns rodeo, rodeo, rodeo drive. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think this is just as interesting as anything crazy that you might see at a, at a meetup or anything. At least to I me. also never realized was the original SBH 11 exhibition case back because this two one one is. I think it, mm, that's a good question. I think it might have been. Um, I I know it's lame, but I really wish my nine F courts was exhibition case back. That would be so cool. They decorate the courts <laughs> movement. Why they are you gonna do. decorate it? Why why are you gonna wear sexy underwear and not show it to anyone, man? You know what I mean? Well, when you send it back to Japan for service or something, it's to make the watchmaker feel nice and fuzzy. <laughs> it's to make it's for that one watchmaker. Maybe I can just just say I sell exhibition case backs. Bracelet, bracelet. No, it's just bracelets and straps. Yeah, keep it as is. Think so? Yeah. But, I mean, I think there's a lot of... You can be like, well, you can get this chronograph and, you know, this Swiss whatever, but I think it would be kind of fun for the 5K range to go Grand Seiko. This is, yeah, this, this is it, man. This is the perfect culmination of like this whole collection experience, this whole narrative on your side, my mine was just all over the place. Yours had this, this, it, it, you get the sense it was building up to this moment. It's the collector that I wish I was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I think um, the snowflake is cool because basically at this point it's Grand Seiko's Royal Oak or Nautilus yeah. or whatever. I'm very excited for you to see my Grand Seiko when you're here because I think that'll help you. Um, think about it. Think about it. Play around the titanium because the titanium was what I was worried about the most. I literally sat my wife down and told her, right now, listen, the watch is going to be titanium. She's like, okay. No, no, shut up. Listen. <laughs> that, mean, <laughs> that means it's going to be really light. I don't want you to be alarmed if it's light. And she's like, I, I don't care. She literally <laughs> said, I don't care. <laughs> Plane switch. But I just... <laughs> just wanted her to know it was going to be light because i didn't want that to like deter her you know and <laughs> oh man too funny. in any way oh man too good. if any if anybody wants to ride in and push me over the edge for the snowflake please do <laughs> i know people got i know people know i know i know listeners of the show have the old one and the new one let michael know your thoughts but here God, this was a lot of fun. Huge shout out and thank you again to Easter. What the fuck is this motherfucker's name? <laughs> thank you, Easter. Thank you, Easter. Thank you to Easter. <laughs> That's my entire fucking thought. Thank you, Easter. No, I got it here. Thank you. No, it's the wrong one. Uh, thank you, Paul. Haha. Thank you, Paul Instagram, for suggesting this topic. This was so much fun. Fun with watch budgets. Um, 
we really hope everyone enjoyed the show. Check out the show notes. They're going to be on twobrokewatchknobs.com. <clears throat> in the show notes here on your podcasting app or whatever that you're listening to will be a link to take you to the website for like all of the different watches we talked about. So um, please definitely go and check that out. Let us know your thoughts on this week's show. But more specifically, let us know your thoughts on our picks. Yeah. Because <clears throat> um, what would you do? What would you do? How How would each of you spend like money in this way 250 500 1000 1.5 2k 3k 4k 5k how would each one of you spend money in this way i'll also do um i'll do a questions and story segment on instagram uh if you're not following us on instagram you know totally do it at two broke wash knobs also go check out the website two broke wash there's a facebook group um i don't go on there but you know skip and ben and greg are moderating it holding it down you have to have like ask permission to get in there or something i don't remember really I, I, I don't really understand facebook so i don't have one anymore i only we don't really we kind of have one with tbws but you know yeah <laughs> but yeah but either way um what else let us know your thoughts on this week's show let us know what you would pick in this uh you know for these categories as well send pictures of your grand seiko snowflakes to michael i think he would like that right Please do. I would love that. <laughs> oh man, this has been so much fun. All right, man. Is it um, is it time? Is that sad time? Yeah, fun exercise. I kind of wish I owned some of these. I kind of wish I owned all of these. <laughs> but yeah, let us know your picks, and uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoy the episode. All right. You wanna you wanna start closing this out, and I'll shut the door. Let's do it. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. Later.